0: If you truly believe that the market that you are in is so constraining that you will never have the kind of success that you dream about, move or close your business and open something remote that you can do from anywhere in the world and stay where you are. But the choice of staying where you are and suggesting that you cannot be successful there is unacceptable. What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuge. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about all of the fallacies around why businesses have a hard time being successful, why people have a hard time being successful based on where you are in the, in the country, let's say, in the United States. Remember, when you find value from the podcast, head to wherever you're listening to it. Leave us that five-star rating. Share it with a friend who would find value in it and write a review. Those are the lifeblood of the podcast. And believe me, I appreciate very much when you do it. All right, here's the deal. I've been recently talking to a gym owner who I happen to believe is an outstanding human being. Uh, I've been talking to him only because I think he's an outstanding human being. In fact, we've been talking for months and I never once asked him to enroll with us at Active Life because I didn't think he was a fit. I didn't think he was interested. I felt like he was running a business that was successful for what he wanted it to be and... For him to come and work with us at Active Life would be too hard, too difficult, and not worth it because he's happy. So recently, this guy asks me, what would it look like if I was to work with you guys? Out of the blue. I had not prompted him to do it. I had not asked him. I promise you, uh, he would share the same thing. He came to me. And when I shared with him what it would cost to work with us at Active Life, he said it's out of his reach. I said, Okay. I understand that. Let me help you get it into your reach. What kind of help do you need right now if that's going to be a fit for you so that you can justify the cost? So we started talking about him increasing revenue in his business by $5,000 a month because if he could increase his revenue by even $3,000, but three dollars to $5,000 a month, he could, he could justify affording working with us and moving his business into the model that we teach people to run. Again, I didn't. I still haven't told him to enroll. We're in a ballpark right now where I'm like, look, if you're interested, we can talk about it. This is how I see it playing out for you. But you have to want that. You have to want that. Uh, long story short, he does want that. But right now he's in a position where he doesn't believe it's justified for him to do it. He can't afford it. Fine. Uh, he doesn't think people are going to pay that where he is fine. All of those things are things that everybody who comes in says when they come in very rarely does somebody come into active life and say, Hey, I think I'm in the perfect market for you. And everybody would pay it if we charged active life prices. I just don't know how to do that. By the way, if that's you, uh, please reach out cause you're a dream. Most people are scared of those things and and reasonably so by the way. Uh, but I'll share with you this, that, that, you know, um, no one who's ever done anything exceptional has, has made reasonable decisions. Let's get back to the point here. If you're living in a place where your beliefs are such that the market is so financially constraining that you could never operate the business that you want to operate in that market, but you want to operate that kind of a business, then you have to move. And I know this comes out flippantly. I know it comes across as if uh, Sean's not paying any respect to what I'm saying here. He's treating it so lightly. I get that. I'm not. Because what I'm saying is you actually can be successful running the business that you want to run where you are with very, very, very limited exceptions. If you're listening to this, it is... So unlikely that you are living in one of the places that is the exception that it, it's not even worth considering. The places that are exceptions are places where I'm describing it is dangerous to be. If it's dangerous to be where you are, you, we're not on your radar, okay? If it is safe to be where you are, like physically safe, um, what we do works. It works to different degrees. I wouldn't promise somebody living in a rural area that's not even a suburb, but it's it's genuinely rural. I wouldn't promise you that you're gonna be able to generate a one and a half to $2 million a year brick and mortar business like we're doing in Long Beach. I wouldn't. I wouldn't promise you a 2 million plus business like you would have in Manhattan. I wouldn't promise you even a 1 million business like you could have in a high volume suburb. But you can be the kind of successful that you need to be in the market where you are. It's just a matter of scale. So here's the deal in this person's case. The fear that he has is enrolling with active life is too expensive to be successful right now. It would be too financially cost straining on the business. He couldn't make rational decisions for the long-term in the short-term with that financial burden. I happen to agree. I agree. So there needs to be this financial growth, this small financial growth that can be dedicated towards working with us so that he can justify doing the thing. But now remember, I've talked in the past about it. It only makes sense to do the thing, whatever the thing is, if doing the thing leads to the results that are desirable he is in the ballpark right now of not being sure the results can actually happen because of where he is. This is where the argument that I'm making goes to, then what are you doing there? I understand the family ties, the friends, the history, the um, convenience, the familiarity, all of those things. Look, I live in a town right now where I probably wouldn't live if I didn't have family who was local to me. I love being near my family. But the thing is this, if I couldn't be successful in business the way I want to do business and live in the town where I live, I would move. I would leave. Because it's more important to me that I enjoy my day-to-day than getting to family being convenient is. So, the next step is if you understand that it's possible for you to be successful where you are, but it's going to be difficult. What are the, what you need to consider are what are the levers that I'm not pulling? And, and this is, this is where I really, I think a car analogy works really well. If you, if you owned a Hyundai dealership and people came in looking for a very standard hyundai and you're the salesperson and you're like look i understand what you're looking for and i really think you're going to like this higher trim model better for what you're describing and you mean it and it's true and it's better for them and then they look at it and they're like you know what i do like this one better And they test drive it and they do like it better the other one doesn't have the pickup to get onto the highway that they would like it 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 doesn't have the sound system that they enjoy. It doesn't have a sunroof and they like to feel like they're in a convertible, whatever. So they want the higher, the higher model. They're going to sit across from you and they're going to share that this is a lot more than I was planning on spending. But it's worth it, so I'll do it. I'll stretch for it. Right now, if you own a group fitness facility, And you're used to people telling you this is more than I was expecting, but I'll do it. This is really the edge of my budget, but I'll do it. This is so much more expensive than the other place in town, but I'll do it because it's worth it. You're right. Those people are unlikely to opt into high value, active lifestyle services in your business when you start to offer them. Some of them will. Some of them will. Most of them will not. We are in agreement there. But there is a Mercedes dealership in the same town where that Hyundai dealership that we were just talking about before is. The proverbial Hyundai dealership. Or they're close because there isn't a car dealership in every town. The person who goes into the Mercedes dealership would not consider the the top-of-the-line Hyundai. It doesn't do for them What the Mercedes does for them. Which, by the way, in that example, let's just call a spade a spade. It doesn't make them feel as cool. That's about it. It doesn't feel as cool. I've driven in both. And they both seem to consistently get from home to where you're going. Um, The Mercedes feels cooler to do it in. So the person who's going to get the Mercedes isn't considering the the top-of-the-line Hyundai or the base Hyundai. They would never walk into that dealership. They're looking for Mercedes because it gives them something different than what they get at the Hyundai dealership. Even though both of you, Mercedes and Hyundai, can get the person from home to work without fail safely with air conditioning, a radio a sunroof, side view mirrors, heated seats, all the things. They both do it. So it's hard for you if you're you're a Hyundai driver or a Hyundai salesperson to justify anybody in the world spending twice as much as you spend, if not three, four, or five times as much as you spend, to buy a different car that does the same thing. Okay? I get it. It doesn't have to make sense to you it has to make sense to them and at the end of the day people still buy mercedes and people still buy Hyundai's. and there's a market for both but if your business screams hyundai value because of what you offer and who you offer it to and how you deliver it then the person looking for mercedes value isn't coming into your business. So of course, today, you can't imagine charging Mercedes prices for a Hyundai car. You're right. Nobody's going to buy that. But are you trying to suggest that nobody in your town buys Mercedes? Yeah, Sean, very few people buy Mercedes. That's fine. What about a pickup truck? Are they, are they driving in entry-level pickup trucks? Or are they driving F-150s? Are there F-150s in your town? If there are F-150s in your town, there are people in your town making decisions that are not inexpensive for a vehicle that does the same thing as other vehicles that cost half the price. Why are they doing that? They're doing that because they like the way it makes them feel. They believe that vehicle is going to get them results. The other one cannot because of how it feels. Look, there, there hasn't been something that somebody has ever told me where I was like, wow, I've never heard that before in the last three years. All of the excuses for not doing it are valid. All of the fears around why it won't work are valid. But for every single market that you might be in, that you think is impossible to be successful, I have somebody I can introduce you to who is in a market that is less advantageous, who is already experiencing the success that nullifies and totally invalidates your opinion. It logically debunks everything about what you are saying to yourself To me, to other people in our company, online, in person, on the phone, over Zoom, whatever. There is absolutely no logic that you can bring to the table that would have us say, you're right. You have less of an opportunity than the guy working with us in Venezuela. You're right. You have less opportunity than the guy working with us in rural Mississippi. You're right. You have less opportunity than the guy working with us in Manhattan. You're right. It's it's harder where you are than the person working with us in South Dakota. No, no, you're, you're right. It's harder for you than it would be for the person in Rural British Columbia, Panama, Ukraine. There are people working with us from everywhere who have all of your reasons and none of your fear. Or let me, let me rephrase that. They do have your fear. They do have your fear. And it's logical But they've moved through it and they've gotten the results that you believe are impossible. How is that possible? This isn't about you guys buying active life. This podcast today is not about you buying active life. This podcast today is about you buying the idea that you are capable of more than you're allowing yourself to believe right now. That's it. Today's podcast is about you believing that you are capable of more than you are allowing yourself to believe right now in whatever market you are in. That's it. Now, if that leads you to saying, well, how would active life work where I am? Then I want to talk to you. If that's not where you are, that's okay. You don't have to work with us. I think you're missing out. Obviously. But that's up to you. So I'll wrap it up with this. Stop saying your market is the reason you can't be successful. It's not. Your market is not the reason that you cannot be successful. In any model. You would not charge, for what we do, the same prices in your town that we would charge where I am or where our clients are. Every client we work with gets unique pricing structures based on where you are in the world. Every one of you. So you don't have to worry that I don't understand your market because we have to learn your market and then we can sell to it and you can be successful in it. But you... Already understand the culture in your market. That's the hard part. We're going to learn the culture through you. You're going to learn the business through us. No more excuses about the market that you're in, they're not serving you. Turn pro.